Good evening. So the truth is, um, I thought it was, uh, besides the fact that I was not here, but the, the the fact that it changes us, the secular calendar turns to 2019 tonight is really irrelevant uh, of having a class and that. But it is. It is. I, I think it's a good time to think about it. Whenever, whenever you have time changing and clicking, uh, it's always a good time to. Uh, you know, be contemplative and changing. Whether you're going back to Israel, it's a, it's a life transformation. Whether life is moving on. Actually, I was having a friend with somebody today, and I was discussing a situation. This is a person I hadn't spoken to for some time. He knew me years ago, and he said something to me, which is amazing. It, this person, I maybe, I had to, there's some person from Toronto, I had to discuss an issue with him. I haven't seen him maybe I don't think I've seen him for probably 17 years I don't, I don't think so I don't think I've seen the person for 17 we, we, we grew up in Miami Beach together and he knows us as a, as, a, as a kid but we've been in touch here and there uh, somebody asked me to do something so I was talking to him and then got personal and he said something to me which I it, it like uh, you know like, like which I have my thought, but he's the person who grew up with me. It makes you think. You know, it is the funny thing in life. When you have transformations or the year changes, you should be thinking. Uh, and so I always think when there is a point, I don't care the fact that the Gentiles celebrate their, their new year with fireworks and celebration. To me, it's like, wow, a year, I don't know, whether it's a secular, life is going on. You know, they have like the years in review. Uh, what did you do with yourself? What did you accomplish yourself? You're just talking about going to a place you haven't been for a little bit. You always see things are changing somewhat, and, and, and how are we changing it? And as discussed, Machshava, um, just to quote Revolva a little earlier, we said a couple of weeks ago, Machshava he nerish etachniseo alibecha, it's the candle that's in your heart. He pull, it opens to a person. It is the key. It is the most important ingredient of being a person of contemplation of a person's spiritual soul, of living a spiritual life. And as discussed, it's very easy to uh, not really think deeply about important things in life. There's like talk, speech, that can be at a very low level. But really, to be thought out on a deep level is, 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 is how we become the people we could and should be, and how we can connect deeply the panemis and the Yiddishkeit. And, we, and, we, and we, one of the things he mentioned earlier is just, just like if you had a CEO of a company, or a president, or a king of a country, if they're running a company or a country and they're not thinking, and they're not thought out, they're not going to do a good job running the company. We are the melechs, we are the, we are the kings or queens of ourselves, our company, ourselves. What will be with us in this world will be up to how we think about it. Actually, I saw it. It's an amazing thing, by the way. When I was in New York, one of my favorite light reading but effective author is Rabbi Zalg Priskin. I've been reading him for years, years, years. And I just read a page or two before we go to sleep at night. So I read Gay to Happiness, I don't know how many times. It's actually had a I, I'm a big cousin of that book. Um, so I saw you in a book. I, was, I had to take my kids 
to buy them in Torah treasures. It's a, an obligation, and I'm in New York, to take them either at least to Torah treasures and, and or Eichler's. So I saw Reb books. Puskin had a book there. It was an older book. I had never seen it. The book was called Conversations with Yourself. So I, I put it next to my nightstand in New York. Instead of my book set up here, I, you know, I, before I go to sleep, I've said this before, I always do something to think about as I go to sleep. It's an amazing thing. If you're working on something, instead of reading stupidity or watching stupidity before you go to sleep, you think about something spiritual, something valuable, and you go to sleep thinking about it, it changes how you go to sleep and, and, and you absorb it. So this book, Conversations with Yourself, it's an amazing thing. Basically, the premise of this book is that we're always talking to ourselves. We're always having conversations with ourselves. And our happiness and our success will be what we tell ourselves. What goes on in our own mind? What are, what are, we, ta- what are we telling ourselves? And he starts out the book saying that he's told somebody that he's writing a book about the conversations that we have with ourselves every day. And this guy said, no, I don't talk to myself. I don't, I never, I don't. He said, no, you don't realize Every day, when you're by yourself or you're thinking, you're having conversations with yourself. Okay? And he said, when he pointed it out to this person, a week later he saw him again. They had some thing every week they saw each other. And the person said, You know, the whole week I've been thinking differently because you pointed out about these conversations that we have with ourselves. So we're going on Makshav. And really, if you want to have the best conversation with yourself, to be the spiritual person you, need, you could and should be, you need to have real thought. You need to be a person of depth. And you have to be thinking, a thinking person. Okay, so let's go back to the Sefer. There's another uh, valuable gift that being a contemplative person gifts a person. Now this is an amazing thing. That when you, through the power of thought, you could change something which is technically material, corporal, to ruchnis, to spiritual. This idea is Mizbar Ba'arichas, is explained at length in Parakadusha, the, the, the chapter of holiness in Mesosha and Path of the Just. There, it's written simply. That's the madrigus of a tamachacham. Now, this is really addressed to a man, but I think it's just as, just as pertinent and germane in Ogea to every lady as well. But he talks about madrigus of a tamachacham. And so I'll, I'll say what he says, and I think but it's, user fr- it's user friendly. Um, but the, at the Koyach HaTorah, what Torah does is bevadai ba'amach shava ha'hoigit tamid batara v'chachma. A ben Torah you know, one, one thing that, I, that, that uh, the Bay Area doesn't have yet is a real yeshiva. You know, a real intense yeshiva. Yeshiva, I was at the yeshiva Philadelphia. Day, yeshiva. You have to imagine, we're at lunch, talking, Taisva says, the Gemara says, you saw the Rashi and the Parsha. This is the conversations that go on, right? So there's a, there's a, there's a hecherkite. Any Yiddish speaking people? There's a, a higher level of the conversation. It's about spiritual matters. It's about holy things. And what Torah does is it takes a person, a, a Torah scholar, thinks about holiness, thinks about, uh, uh, you know, not just physical, material matters, but thinks about important things. 
Um, for example, if you would have two gentlemen going for a walk together, Torah scholars, they're not talking about... The, if they were on a vacation, they wouldn't talk about their vacation. Okay, I'm just, they wouldn't. If they, they wouldn't talk about the eat for breakfast and how they made it. <laughs> All right? They wouldn't talk about what clothes they bought. You know, if, you know they wouldn't talk, certainly Lashon Hara, they wouldn't talk about certainly things which are improper. They would talk about spiritual matters or even higher Torah. That's what two Torah scholars would talk about on their walk. Okay? Um, listen to this. And it, the, 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 that's what the Chazal tell us. Listen to the Pasuk. It's a Gemara of Rochas. Israel. That Aaron came with all the elders of Israel. They came to eat bread. With the father-in-law of Moshe. Who's that? Yisrael. came before God. So, and who is Elohim? Was Moshe Rabbeinu. A reference to Moshe. Mikan shenena mesuda shatamidei chachamim mesubimba. If you you eat at a table of Torah scholars, it's kiilu nena miziva shchina. It says if you're sitting with a shchina, you're sitting with a shchina. It's not for today, but when you learn the Sifrei Kabbalah, shchina is refers to malchus, the lower level of Kabbalah, which when it's where it's supposed to be, where everything clicks. Shechina is, is a reference to Akash Baruch where everything is clicking. Now when you do, when, 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 the sh- when it says, that, when a house has Shalom bias, a Torah home, what does it say about it? Shechina, Shoresham. That the Shechina is there. A base HaMikdash, where you have a material world where Hashem is, the Shechina is Shoresham. So you refer to Hashem as a Shechina, it means that, that the Shechina, that's the way it's supposed to be. Hashem comes where it's, that's the way it's supposed to be. So when you're with a table of Torah scholars, and the, it's, they're eating. It's not, they're, not, they're not with Kamaras, by the way. But they, but they're, 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 they're taking their food. The, the ultimate, by the way, for all of us, it's not our discussion right now, but a Shabbos table is supposed to be a place where the Shechina is. When you're thinking about what you want for your house on a Shabbos, the Shabbos table is supposed to be a place where the Shechina is. I would recommend there's a good Thursday night call in class, which could be helpful for that. Right? I'm seriously, that whole thing is all about enhancing Shabbos, enhancing the Shabbos table. Um, but that's what it's supposed to be, where everything clicks, where the zmiras, where the food, where the, where the conversations, with the joy, with the appreciation of family, if you have family with your friends. Right? That's Shechina Shara So we're with Torah scholars. The level of Shechina. Haribavadai, Tami Dechachamim. Torah scholars, so when they eat with Moshe, they're eating with a god. And when the Torah scholars, when they're when they're when they're when they're eating, they're talking to Bichachma. Listen to this. So the thought process, when they're eating. Listen, one one of the highlights of my kids' trips, I can tell you right now, in New York, is the food. It's amazing to me. They they, they will talk about. And my kids are little kids. The food. They, the, tonight they bring up. The, the, one of the restaurants was made a table conversation tonight. This certain restaurant, mom, it's just restaurant. Better not close that. It's such a good restaurant. So you go to these restaurants. There are fine people that go there. My oh, the chicken tastes great. The, the best panel of vodka. Like the conversation that's there, it's amazing. It's crispy. It's roasted. Oh, my milkshake. Like my like my kids. They're kids. Right? Kids are kids. Kids don't have to be so spiritual. Right? But you know, when you're an adult, you know. You know it's not about the food, right? And food, 
Food is a bonding experience, and you're allowed to enjoy your food. Nothing wrong. We say brachas for a reason, but you want to raise you want to raise your bar. You know, this is a ladies' class. I'm going to be a little bit blunt over here. If a husband and wife is just about physicality, it's just about physical pleasure. Something's lacking. Okay, it's about the spiritual bond. Right? So it's very different. Same act, right? But what you're thinking is, you hear the difference? Thoughts. When you're eating, how, when you're doing something, what's, where's, where's your head? Where's your head? I mean, by the way, that act of intimacy is the biggest example of makshava. What are you thinking when you're doing something? Where, where, where is your thought process? Well, this bond, you have Torah scholars, you have a Shabbos table, whatever it may be, it can be on different levels. And, and, and the litmus test is what you're thinking. It's going to collect test a little bit more in, in a minute. Um, so when the Torah, when, when somebody's a spiritual person, now he's talking about Torah, but it applies to every lady, by the way. You know, I was just listening today, someone today gave me a, 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 something about a certain Rebetzin, I don't know if I want to mention, uh, how she was such a learned person. Everything she did was so spiritual. Right? It means certainly applicable to ladies. Like, just about where are our thoughts? Like, is it about Yira Shemayim, about Hashem, about Chesed, about seeing Hashem in this world? By the way, if you want to see an amazing biography, also, I picked up in a shoal in New York, Ravigda Miller. Ravigda Miller. Ever, ever, anyone, everyone heard of Ravigda Miller? He was a man who was kind. He, if you talk about a, a person of thought, of machshava, he was that person. A really amazing, amazing person. You know, um, what do you think? You talk like Ravigda Miller. Everything he talked about is applicable men, ladies. This chesed, Torah, kindness, seeing. But Ravigda Miller would, would go for a walk. He would see grass. He would see Hashem. <laughs> he would see Hashem. He would see a fruit. He'd be amazed at it. You know. It wasn't just about the superficiality of things. And therefore, listen to what he says over here. You change from physical to spiritual. Right? You know, I, I, and again, I don't want to get to, to off topic, but with intimacy is a very good example of that. It could be a very physical, or it could be the highest, highest level of spirituality and bonding. You know, it could be one or the other, right? It, you know, uh, uh, and eating and, and anything physical is the same thing. So with Torah scholars, the thought process actually flips the physical to the spiritual. And it says in the Social therefore, Torah scholars, tzaddikim, holy people, are a mishkan mikdash mizbeach. They are the essence of bringing God into this world. They are the essence of bringing a Kodesh Baruch into this world. You know, I, I mentioned this, why I mentioned this, some of the ladies here go for walks. Imagine the following on your walk. Don't get me wrong, we all need to schmooze discuss our lives. That's a part of get, having friendships is talking about our lives. That's a normal thing. But in, there's a certain point you're going for an hour walk. You spend time thinking about God or, or Hashem or, or Chesed or how to help somebody. It changes the walk. It changes you. You're thinking spiritual. You know, you know, or you, you, you know, or working on Amida or some positive thing or, or, or an idea. You know, or Victor Miller just to pick a Amazing book, by the way. He, before he went to walk, he had things he wanted to think about. He had, he had agendas. And he, he used to want to go for walks by himself. Imagine that. <laughs> you know, people can't walk 10 minutes by themselves. He didn't want to go for hour, half hour, 45, because he wanted to think through things. I said, me personally, I'm on a, on a very small level. I, I, I walk back at night. I go through my day. I think about things I want to 
You know, when I really want to, th- when I really want to think something through, I'll go on the on the creek there. Not at night, by the way. <laughs> day, uh, you know, and I'll, and I'll and I'll work it out in my head. You can't do that in front of a computer or with people around you. So, but he would actually have agendas of what he would think about. That's a holy walk. You know, that's that's taking your 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 walk and transforming it. When you when you're when you're when you're when you're washing dishes or you're eating a meal, you can have your head can be washing dishes, thinking about your conversation with yourself. Could be silly, could be wasteful, could even be sad, or usually jumble mumble, or you're on the phone just killing time, you know, killing time. Or it could be holy. It could be amazing. It could be edifying. It could be, you know. Again, each one I love, which is we're going to get to. Um, but Torah scholar is the essence of a person who everything they do, they, 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 you know, they turn it to spirituality. The essence of Gedalim, the essence of great people, of a righteous person, is that they take the physical world and they make it spiritual. That they take what should be completely mundane and make it spiritual. The Koza, right? And that's why, by the way, anyone who gives a gift to a Torah scholar, it's if you're offering to the base of Mikdash. Because the temple was the essence of a, a physical place where God connected, where the Shekhinah was Sharisham. Uh, because a, a real tzaddik, everything they do is ruchnius. Everything they do is spirituality. Um, but that's applicable to all of us. And that goes back to the, the, the Ramosha Isso 74. When you say Asher Yatzer, we say Mafli Lassos. What's Mafli Lassos? We says a few weeks ago. The wonder is that a physical body can have spiritual thoughts. That a bunch of organs, that we physical, that is the, the Pella, is that we can be spiritual people. Right? We have all kinds of physical urges and desires and needs and worries and anxiety, but we can be spiritual people. And the key, the, 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 the candle, which illuminates, and by the way, spirituality, as we mentioned, comes from our personal thoughts, which are unique to us, uh, is Korach HaMachshava. What makes the physical to the spiritual, the pathway. By the way, again, you can. We said a few weeks ago. You can two weeks, two sessions. You can do all mitzvahs and be a monkey and, and have no spirituality with no thought. Right? You, you can really be a monkey and just do things with the road, or or imagine you're shaking or moving or andavan and not be. It's machshava, which is the kasher between the physical body and the spiritual soul. With our heads, you take our physical head. You know, there's all kinds of neurologists and studies and this, but the machshava is the greatest thing. And by the way, our humanity, our spirituality, is through, through thought. Right. So, in the case of man or, or ladies, to, to to a different extent, they think a machshava of Torah. That thought takes something physical, makes it the highest level of spirituality. That, uh, that, that's mafli lasas. When you say asher yatzer, it's mafli lasas. And by the way, I, I mean, it's not for, again, I, but I just try, it, 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 it kind of highlights it. Where, where, is the, where do we go to, to the bathroom from? The same male and female organs as that intimacy. I mean, mafli lasas, right? That there, there is a level of spirituality that you can imbibe yourself that physical can become spiritual, right? It's, that's not, that's not, for no reason, by the way. <laughs> Again, that's certainly a hot, Kabbalistic things for not, for not now. But 
it's mafilasa, so that you can take physicality and make it spiritual. And in the highest level is thought. Because whatever we think, that's the level we'll be at. Right? You know, animals also eat and mate and defecate. And they work in their own levels, but there's nothing, there's no spirituality there. Because there's no machshava. There's no thought. Um, Echkevon, you know, the Gemara says, compares human beings that don't think, and don't have machshava, to chayas, to animals. So the Gemara says, in a few places, by the way, plenty of chayas in this world. Human beings going around as physical people. With no thought. But this, the, the, the greatness of being a person of machshava, a person who, who's able to think, is you can take a physical item or your, your own physicality and, and, and flip it to spiritual. That's not just for the world to come. That's this world. That's, that's here and now. It's, it, it's, it's a different life to have a spiritual life, to have an emo- a connected. You know why? Because we're built in that way. We're, we're, we're created to be spiritual people. To the extent we're not spiritual, we're, 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 we're lacking. We're, we're, we're dried out to an extent. Because our neshama is connected to our body. People think they'll do an external act of piety. Right? But the kedusha comes uh, is machshava. Right? It's the thought process. Now, if the, if the act of piety allows chitzenius, Sometimes external acts create panemius, create our internal world. Right? What do we say? If a person is a stingy person, the Ram says give and smile. Give. It'll teach yourself. Eventually, internally, you'll become change. Right? If you're a sad person, smile and smile and smile. Smile. It will affect you, by the way. It will, it will affect you. Right? And, or, or give and, and work on it. But the main thing is the thought process. The main thing, you know, the main thing is the conversations we have with ourselves, right? Where are the thoughts that we're having? And by the way, if I have to use that idea that the conversations we have with ourselves, every time we do a mitzvah, we have a conversation. It could be mumbo-jumbo, when you're, right? Not only when you're daven. It could be mumbo-jumbo when you're doing any mitzvah. Or it could be the deepest connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and with ourself. Uh, the, and the Chazal try to help us to say, you should have the kavvan and makshav when you do a physical act and you do it with the proper machshava, then it becomes kedusha. But if you do it with, without any thought, it's, it, it's at a very low level, right? It doesn't... And by the way, when you, when you, when, you know... Not every place is like avocados. You know, you go to, you go to, you go to, to, the, to the, big, the big city of New York, you see all types of Orthodox Jews. You see many Orthodox Jews in different... All dressed in all different costumes and ways and kippahs and looks. Um, and you see Orthodox Jews also, a very low level of Orthodox Jews also. They, they have, New York has the full spectrum, right? You have very, very insular religious type and you have very, very weak Orthodox also. But when you talk about things, they're very weak. They're very insular also. I can, get, I can flip it on them also. But you, you see people, like, they do, they daven and do tournaments. It's like, they're, like they're, they're dead. Really, they're dead. It's just... It's just sociological reality to the orthodox I mean <laughs> there's nothing there there's no heart at, at all and it's, you know they, even they talk you know again I, I, I grew up with all types as well my, I have all types in my extended family like it's, there's no excitement about Yiddishkeit it's like not like, it's like a drag to them or it's a burden 
Right? Imagine a marriage. You talk about your, you know, some people talk about a marriage like it's a drag or a burden. That's a terrible marriage, especially if you're married to. I mean, I mean, imagine your life is like a drag or a burden. Like that's how you talk. Because of course, it is for them. It really is. They do things without any thought, and they're stuck doing. You know, I mentioned this once. I, I, a guy in Yom Kippur, the University of Pennsylvania, told me. He said, completely secular guy. I said, I fast in Yom Kippur. I have no idea why I do this. I'm never doing this again. Like. Uh, we fast. Could you imagine not fasting Yom Kippur? Could you imagine? Are, are, do you like fasting Yom Kippur? I do. Now, I don't. I don't like fast. I wouldn't want to fast tomorrow, by the way. But Yom Kippur, I want to fast. I want to get close to Hashem. I want the kapara of Yom Kippur. Not just because I can get punished. I want it. That day, I want it. Now, tomorrow, I don't want it. <laughs> Yom Kippur, I want it. Right? But, but we, why? What's the difference? We know a little bit about Yom Kippur. Right? We appreciate a little bit what Yom Kippur is. If you don't know, you don't think what you're doing, it's just going to be a bunch of actions. Right? That same, you know, one thing as a parent, uh, I just mentioned the children, you know, you could be a parent and be bothered by kids nagging and, you know, I was talking recently to a teacher, actually. I was speaking to a teacher. So, you know, you could look at being a teacher as overwhelming, upsetting, you know, I'm a, I, I, besides teaching and the outside world, I have a own yeshiva in my house, right? You know, you can look at, you can get caught up in the stupidities of kids fighting and nagging, what's wrong, being disrespectful, and a million other things like that. Waking up, you can realize, wow, this is an amazing thing I'm doing. You know, this is an amazing, you know, you're affecting all the future generations. You know, again, it's not into genealogy. I look back, I'm like, we're we're products of people 200 years ago. You know, we're, when you're thinking about being a parent or you're in a classroom, you ever see a bad teacher? Bad teachers, by the way, besides teaching skills, are if you don't appreciate what you're doing. If you're there just there to make money, you'll never be a great teacher. No? Nope. Right? You're certifiable if you're doing it for the money. Right? I'm saying we, we do... For so many reasons. Right? But what's an amazing teacher? Well, you appreciate what you're doing. Right? You're, you're, you're affecting lives. You're affecting souls. You're, you're impacting people. What's the difference? They're both teaching the classroom. It's all machshava. It's all the thought process. And the, one of the amazing things of sort of thought is that you can take the same physical act, two people, both eating, one's spiritual, one's physical, right? Two people, intimate, one's physical, one's spiritual. Two people having at a Shabbos table, one is all about chulant and gaining weight, and one's about connecting to Hashem. Right? That's what it is. Two people, one David and it's, it's a burden, and the other is bonding with Hashem, crying their heart out. Right? Where's your thought? Right? It's, it's, it's the conversation you have with yourself. But Machshor really is more than that. It's what are you thinking about? Like, are you focused? Are you thinking on this? And realize the power of thought is that. Um, He says, and again, you should Islam it to go through every day. And now he says, try to think five minutes on one topic. Because again, he always mentions at the end of these little sections. If you want to do makshava, teach yourself. Take five minutes and focus on one topic. Or five minutes and focus nothing else. Don't put, put your phone away. Put a room where you're, where you're, you're and it, no relative bothers you. Nobody else. And you're not, you know, mind's not wandering into other things. One topic. Try it. Not so easy. Five minutes on one topic. It will teach you to be a person of thought. 
right? When you when you when you when you work on that muscle, right? It will teach you to be a thinking person. It will teach you to be able to think, and you you will teach you to be in touch with yourself, right? In, in touch with, with with who you are and what you want and what you need. Sometimes what you want is not what you need. <laughs> Sometimes you got, it's two different things. Needing and wanting are, are very sometimes, and sometimes what you want is what you should be, but not always what you want is what you need, right? Sometimes you have to be in touch with, with what you need, or who you are, or what an amazing things you are, or what you could work on, and, and, or or what it means to think about Hashem in your life. And when I, I, I there there are Jews who went to today, sure you not you ladies who now didn't want to think about Hashem, and by the way they benched, they davened. Said Brachas, you know, and they didn't think about they didn't think about Hashem. I, I, I think I said this. One of my, my 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 parents, one of my brother's mother-in-law, went to a very very religious school, famous school, Beisakov type school. She said when she went to high school, she had all about skirt lengths, sleeves, and don't do this, and she never they were never ingrained in her to love God. Right? Because you're thinking of all the external things. Right? So, machshava, one of the things it does. Now he says another point, which is very important. Dvarim neiroyim, gilu admor. Now admor revolbas adonenu morena verabenu is rebiruchol levavitz. Rebiruchol levavitz was the mashkiach of the Mir Yeshiva. He passed away in 1936. He was the, the, from the most brilliant teachers. He, between World War One, World and World War Two, many of the great Torah scholars were his student, and he was known for his ethical teachings, and about the greatness of man, and also about being developed human beings. Okay, says says holy things. But you won't hear this in the street. You won't get this. You know, but this is you want to be in touch. You want the candle in your own soul. This is what you have to be thinking about. Im ami, my nation, Hashem says, the Pasuk says, Ma sisi lach, what kind of, what did I do for you? What's your, I gave you so much. You, know, you gave me these lame excuses. So, v'amru chazal, listen to this. What God was really saying is, I don't give, I don't obligate you unless I give you. You have a, if you get a house, you have to put a mezuzah. If you don't own a house, you don't have a mezuzah. Right? In other words, what God says is if I give you something, if you have something, it's there to be utilized. It's there to be taken advantage of. What God demands from us, or where he obligates us, and even the highest spiritual levels, which God wants from each of us, is God gave it to us. He's not asking for things we don't have. God says, I gave this to you. It's there for you. You have this. Uh, God put it into us. Okay. I'll tell you an amazing thing. The, the level of when you talk about Kabbalistic Svarim, even Alena, which is the, which is the climax. Do you always say Alena every morning, right? And what's Alena? Alena is 
really, you know, an amazing tefillah, an amazing, the malacha, I mean, really being, the, the climax of all tefillah, at the end of the tefillah, is Aleinu. What are you, what's Aleinu? Eno mavado. Vedata, you should know that there's nothing in this world but, but, but God. That's the level of, we're all supposed to aim for, no matter what. Actually, I'll tell you the truth. You know, it's a funny, crazy thing. When you go you, in New York, my, my sister-in-law is, is working on a house. She's doing construction. I meet her contractor. This is a guy. I was in yeshiva in the Mir Yushalayim 19 and 20 years ago. He sat a row away from me. 19 years ago, 20 years ago. I haven't seen the guy in decades. So, so, so. Now he's a contractor. See, yesterday afternoon, as I was leaving my mother-in-law's house, my son lives on the same block. Different discussion, how that's possible. That's a nice thing. So she lives on the same block as my mother-in-law. Uh, I see this guy, he starts telling me how tough it is to be a contractor. They don't leave him alone. This and that. So I was telling this guy, I said, I don't realize, so no one could hurt you. No one, he's a, and he's a very serious, he's a, he gets a guy, every night told me, 9 to 11, he closes his phone, doesn't let me calls. You know, you're a contractor in the Orthodox world, and everyone knows who you are. It's like, they throw you a cup, they drive you crazy a little bit. Um, he told me, you don't realize how painful it is sometimes for me. People are so, I said to him, like, you know, no one can do anything to you but Hashem, right? Everyone's just a shliach. Everyone's just a messenger from God, right? That's a Torah belief. No one, if, if God doesn't want you to prick your finger, you won't. If God doesn't want a guy to scream at you, you won't. Now, we're all liable for our own deeds. But everything that happens in a person's life, every person we meet, every experience we have is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's only Hashem. We had a conversation at that, but this level of Enom Novado, which David is King David symbolized, Enom Novado, it's a high level to live by the way, because in real life, when you have a guest that's a little bit rude, or people beep you, or you don't, you know, it's hard. sometimes you think, I want to kill this person, <laughs> you know, you know, I want to kill this person, right? You know, or, or, you know, a loved one lets you down. It's, it's hard to believe Enom Novado. You know, I, I, I've, I've had many people in my office uh, about children, parents, spouses, uh, cousins, sisters, brothers, who they feel really let down by. And, uh, you know, sometimes they forget that, that we need to do our due diligence with everyone we deal with. We have to do our parts of the, of the equation. And we're obligated, but ultimately, no pain can happen to a person without God. Just like no sickness, no physical sickness can happen. No person can hurt you. And any anything that's there is for whatever, not every unique person, but there's only Hashem. There's only Hashem. So this is a level of Enom Again, Again, not our focus per se right now. But that level of Ruma Milas, which is the highest level, by the way. Again, Aleinu, at the end of, at the, end of the davening. The level of Mashiach, the Shema Hashem Echad, and the name of God will be one. <coughs> God will be one. His name will be one. That level of His only God, which everyone will realize is nothing. There's no human. There's no, nothing but Hashem. Everything is just a messenger. Is is the miles of Dvekas. That because when you think about a person, then you, it takes away from God, right? If you if you're all worried about your boss and you don't dive into God, if you're worried about your child, or your spouse, or this again, we have to deal everything intelligently. That's. They're not, they're not mutually exclusive over here. They're each, they're each a part of the puzzle. But ultimately, the GPS is Hashem, which is, which is the, the way you connect to God. If you want to be constantly clinging to God, if you know it all comes from God, 
if somebody could hurt you, that means that God's not powerful to that extent, right? right? That, that there's, there's no Hashem there. It's, it's the bad mother-in-law, or the bad ch- son-in-law, or the bad husband, or the bad wife. Well, no one has wives here besides me, so I don't have a good wife, but it's a bad someone else, right? You know, it's the bad, whatever. it's them. You take God out of the equation. Hashem leaves, by the way. Now the focus is them. Right? Now you have to deal with whoever them is. But really, it's all Hashem. And that's Eno Mavado. Right? You know, Eno Mavado means that, realize that we got to do our part. You know, I, I, I've had at least twice in my life dealing with people with narcissistic children. Uh, like real narcissistic children. Uh, and a you know, parent can't do anything. So what do you do then? So you do your part, and then you realize this is your... If, you have a, if a parent gives, has a child that's Down syndrome, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? You deal with it. So, you, know, what do you, you can't change that. You can't change that. Right? So, so but the more we see Hashem is, is the more we connect to Hashem. If you don't, if you don't have, to the extent we lack an Eno Mavado, it's very important, by the way. This is, it's worth it to come tonight just for this, by the way. It's very important. If, you, if the more we forget about Hashem, the lack of, the lack of connection. Right? If we think that our health is only up to us, we forget about Hashem. We think that the relationship with our child, or loved one, or parent, we forget about Hashem. To the extent we, there's a loss there. It, it kills connection and clinging cling to God. Again, we, not, we need to take care of our health to be healthy. We need to be to take care of our relationships, to have good, healthy relationships also. But ultimately, it's all Hashem. If you're at work, you got to do your job to give a good, get your good boss. But the boss, it's the boss can't hurt you, but Hashem. Now, you may get fired, but maybe you're supposed to get fired. Right? I mean, it's all Hashem at the end of the day. Again, a bigger topic than we're doing right now. But the point is, it's the highest of malas. It's a mala kokach nizgava. We and we all know it's true. Anyone who's a believing Jew. Knows if God's omnipotent, He decides everything and who you meet and who you bump into. You remember this tire? When you go to Israel, you were supposed to have been here. When you realize it, it's Yisaira Realize that, that this is what everything, God puts this into you that you, we should all have in Omovado. Everybody should have this. God's not asking something you don't have. It's not saying put in a mezuzah, you don't have a house. You have a house. Put the mezuzah on. This is who you have. God gave you this. And He gave everyone their lives. He know, Echad. This is as follows. Uh, it's still Rabbi Rucham over here. We know, by the way, being a th- thinking and th- thoughtful. You know, Emil, by the way, you taught thought. When you're when you're dealing with a tough boss or a terrible in-law, she's coming from my mom's house now. She's having a very nice lady, but uh, you know, a terrible son-in-law, daughter-in-law, mother-in-law, uh, people of marital children, whatever boss, you know, a neighbor, someone, you know, a bad neighbor that drives me crazy. Very easy to lose focus, by the way. Very easy. Deal with teenagers. Oh my goodness, Hashem more. You know, yeah, very easy to lose focus. Very. easy. You could be davening and holy in a great mood, and you could be in a bad mood very quickly. <laughs> and now you're in a bad mood, you could forget Hashem. You're not thinking of this. You can become consumed. I once had a person I mean, in my office, but their boss, like you couldn't imagine, there was no Hashem there. It was all like this Pakistani or Indian or Chinese boss. Like, this is, you know, the kid, that person has a bad relationship with their child. 
you know, there's no Hashem. It's all this evil child or this evil mother-in-law, this evil parent who's ruining their marriage or this terrible, it's like they're consumed by it. <laughs> so the, the, the same person, by the way, you can see them, they're in a good mood or, or, or in a groove spiritually and bam, gone. You know, flicks like this. Um, thought, being thought in connecting in thought, Right, this physical head, this ma philosophy can think spiritual. Thinking spiritual is the essence. Thinking is the essence of spirituality. It's a candle to our soul, but it's the easy, easy to, to lose focus. It's so so subtle. Little things can be my free a person. You can lose focus. Little scratch, but Sipor and Alakir on a wall is Dayo. That person can lose focus. Lahait says you can be, you can be, you can, you can be, you lose focus. Hafra, haparas machshava, no lattice. It means you literally can get disturbed from a little shirt of Achikal, scratch, a little scratching. Hanimnashia of our Nisuna Kokhbar, but you lose focus. You start thinking about something else. By the way, if you tr- when you try the five minutes, see how easy it's to, look, to lose focus. Like you said, all of a sudden you go like a tangent. Right? It's so easy, you know, to, 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 lose, to, to lose a train of thought. From the, uh, uh, she would shoot davers achikal. There's also a machshava mifras from Matzias that it's it's literally it's 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 close to impossible for people to keep their focus. Nation, I'm not talking of scatterbrain. There's people that were so we get we get so. I mean davening. Think about davening. By the way, how hard just for one bracha when you have the, when you're saying the words. I'm not thinking you have the words in front of you. People go on a trip. They start thinking about lunch, their next, their next meeting, the next bracha, what their worries are. I mean, there's the words in front of you. And still you can lose focus. And when you want to think about something not that way, you know, you're working on who you are, what you are, your dreams, your needs, your wants, your day, or you're planning out how you're going to deal with a difficult situation. It's very easy to lose, to lose focus. Uh, to lose focus. Um, but see us, because it's so subtle, just a little... If a little bug can, can push a person away from the thought process. But the name Matthias Kachmashav, but we know what the real essence of Machshav is, the Ruchel of it says, is Enon Lavad, that there's only Hashem. Kashayin Shum Davar Zulasa. Real Machshav means there's nothing else that is important and nothing else there. Just like a person can be at work and all they see is Hashem, a person can be on a walk and all they see is Hashem. Means you, by the way, you, 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 the more we ingrain this, you deal with people, life and world differently. It's all Hashem's world. It's a different galaxy. You're a spiritual being. Right? You, you, there's not, you know, there's not the, the situation as Hashem. Imagine the following thing. How many, children, how many grandchildren do you have, Mrs. Harmon? Come on, already. Nine. It's Aaron's birthday, right? So, uh... So you know, your grandchildren, your children, they're all doing different things. It's very easy to lose focus on Hashem, right? I mean, I, 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 I,
but when you when when, when all you see is Hashem and everything is a manifestation of that, you can keep you, you keep focus. Wherever it is in life, when you get to that level of Eino Melvado, that's all. Right. So when you when you're machshava, the level of machshava when you're really focused on something, it's the level of Eino Melvado that you're nothing's going to take you away from that thought process. Um, Mamish, it's, it's like you're be Yeshiva Vitsiya, like you're in the wilderness. You're in a desert. There's nothing there. There's nothing else that exists. Shum Panay Ktodu, Rachmatzer Kazeh, is Machshava. That's what Machshava is, by the way. Where there is nothing else that will come into your mind. Shudvekis Mukhuberis Devuka Kulo, Ain Omovada, Av Arencha. I remember one time, I was actually. It was like uh, in, in, in many years ago, many many years ago, I had to make a major life decision many years ago, uh, and, I, and I was in a different city, and I was there to do something, and I was sitting looking at a river, and I, I was looking at some water, I was a river, wherever it was, and I'm like looking at it, and I was thinking where was it, and like at that, I remember that moment, I like, like I was able to push like everything out and just to crystallize, this is what I need to work on, and like. It's not what I wanted, by the way. It wasn't you know? It was like a real life decision. Um, but the, but the, but that was it. There was nothing else that was coming into my mind at that point. It was all that decision. That's the level of Eno Movado. There's nothing else that matters. It's even in the thought process, or Birukham is saying it's a very interesting thing. You think Eno Movado, you think about God only. But the same reality when you're a machshava is that nothing else comes into your mind. That's what real machshava is. If you've never experienced that, it means at some level the, the candle to our soul has never been fully lit. It's because it, that's the candle. Understand what I'm saying? If you want to know who you are, how you are, what, how you'll be spiritually successful, we we need to be able to think about something deeply, deeply, and nothing else comes to our mind. We're in a desert, and nothing else is there. Right. Um, Nothing else is there. It's just that. Right? It's just, you know. Imagine the, you know, imagine the following thing. I'm going to give you an example. You know, you have a girl who's dating a boy. It's date nine. In yeshiva world, date nine is a long time. There's lots of things she likes about him. There's certain things she doesn't like. She's dated 25 men. No one's like him so far. She's attracted to him. Certain things she didn't count on. She needs to decide. They can't go on like this, right? Let's imagine that's the case. She needs to, I'm sorry. She needs to decide. Yes. Go further and get married or not. Okay? When you're thinking, is this the man I want to marry? Would you imagine to think anything, should anything else come into your mind? No, you should. Should you be thinking about what you're eating tomorrow for breakfast? Should you be thinking about what you're going to be doing in two weeks from now? Uh, the, 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 your biggest decision, by the way, who you marry. So this only applies to one person over here, right? Will, will affect your entire world. <laughs> your olam about it means it's the biggest. I'm not if you're married and you decide right now. If you make a decision. There's nothing more important decision than that. This is going to affect everything. Don't you think you should think only about that? You're deciding right now. Nothing else. You, this is your decision. Date nine. 
do you want to say yes? Do you want to marry this person who will not come back again? And you don't know is behind any other door. You've been dating for four years. Okay? Now, what would you say? What should you think about? So if it would be me, little old me, I would say to myself, first of all, I would dive for help, <laughs> God's help. But beyond that, I would take my walk. I would literally try to get to that mode of ain omovado, where nothing else exists. And say to myself, well, let's switch it to girl, right? <laughs> do I want to marry this girl? What, are, what, you know, you know, I can't, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a prophet. I don't know. But what do I see? Do, you know, do I have any questions I need to, to, to clarify? Should I call somebody? Do I, is, is my, are my doubts because I don't know something? Are, are my doubts because they're real? And let me play out what will happen if I marry this girl to the extent that I can understand it. But nothing else should be coming into my mind at that point. It's, I mean, if I really am making a decision, right? Because if you're the CEO of the company, you're doing a $50 billion deal, right? Should you be thinking about your breakfast? Should you be doing a $50 billion deal? We're make, you make the call, right? right? You're, you're making a decision. And, and this, by the way, I give you a case. I want you to know something, by the way. I mean this very seriously. Every day, to some extent, we have those kind of decisions. It's not a joke. We, we make decisions which will impact our lives, you know, which will impact other people's lives. And, 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 and it needs thought. We take directions, you know, of what we will do. You know, honestly, I don't care if you like this class. No, I, I, for some people that could have been here tonight, some of them vacation, I have, they, they maybe listen. But if you don't come to a class, it could affect the rest of your life. There, there are classes that I've been to in my life I'm not saying if you, you know, no one had to bid her, right? I mean, and the people may not, but let's say you make a poor decision, right? You made a poor decision, right? It, it could affect the rest of your life. How, how was your trip to Israel this year? Oh, Did, has it impacted you? Oh my God, yes. So, your tour guide over here. But here's the thing let's say you decide, you, you didn't think through, you decided not to go, where. You didn't work it out to go. You didn't go to Israel. And the reason you didn't go to Israel, you didn't think through what will be the impact of this. It can affect your whole life. You think this is a trip to Israel. I, I, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times in my own small life, small things became very big over time. Very big. Even habits. Habits get formed. And you don't think it through and you get used to something. Anyone ever deal with drug addicts? Alcoholics, gambling compulsions. I've, uh, unfortunately, I've dealt with all of them in death. It's people who, who've trained themselves to be morose and unhappy. I'm not clinical. I'm not people like, who have habituated themselves to this. Right? It, it starts with small things. Right? And if we make decisions, some of the decisions we make are big decisions. We don't, just don't, we don't realize it. The direction of our life. When I look at a book I'm going to read, I listen that. My time is very precious. Is that before I got into genealogy? By the way, I, it's a big. It's actually taken it's a decent amount of time for me, and I've actually had some amazing discoveries. But it's a big decision. Is this something I want to invest my time in? Right? Do I do? How do I think about? Oh, I'll think about it for five minutes as I'm walking in, you know, on, on my cell phone talking to somebody else, you know, or as I'm eating breakfast, reading a magazine. Should I do the genealogy and spend? I don't know, a few hours every month or other, every, every two months doing this or not. Like, is that, am I really thinking through this topic? 
Machshava means in old Zulasa. You want to know who you are? You want to know, you're making a decision if you should marry that boy? <laughs> I'm telling you about people get married or take jobs or move or, 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 or make family decisions without really thinking through all the time. Or they think through while doing 20 other things. You know, somebody asked me what to date recently. I said, do you even know what you're looking for? <laughs> they must have never thought about it. You're like, How in the world are you going to get married if you don't even understand what you're looking for? You want to get a job? What are you looking for? And the only, the only way to really know it is Eno You need to be on a desert and nothing else. You can't do it with your girlfriend walking or eating breakfast by doing 20 other things. It means, you can do washing dishes, by the way, and you could do it breakfast, but that's it. Your head is there. This is your thought. And the way you get there, it's been Islamic, training ourselves to, to think about one topic. It's not, it's not easy. But when your brain gets used to that, right, you, you, you live a different life. You're not, you're, you're, it's, you're on a hecher, on a much higher level. Um, that's what Yerubu says. Now he says it's false. It's more paragraph than we're done for tonight. Hare kol avoyas ha'adam. The ultimate service of man is to be miyach and achadosh baruch hu. You know why God gave us a brain to think? It's to use the brain, to have machshava, to be mafilasas. That's why you have in the first place. We can't have time to go through the Rabbi in death. But one thing you should know, and when he said, by the way, he will get to it in the Sefer. When he talks about what you say about Kriya Shema and Shema Esrei, that you're supposed to, that the essence of Shema and Shema Esrei is just Hashem and focusing only on God. That, that, that is the essence of the Tzvilas. But realize that Ladas, Kibidakos has Sipuras, in the few minutes or the few moments, Shanumis Amtsmin, which we strengthen ourselves, Lahachshav Amachzavo, when we can focus on Shavu, that's Yichud Hashem, that, that's the bringing God into our lives. If the reason we're thinking it through, that's only Hashem is there at that point. It's just us and Hashem. Like I, when I had that experience at this, by this river, but it was actually called a man-made canal, whatever it was, you, you, it's just you and Hashem. It's the ultimate spiritual experience. Right? It's, what should I be doing? How should I be living? Who am I? What am I? Where, where should I be going? Or how should I be dealing with a different... Like, you know, Einstein said the, old, the definition of insanity is doing something over and over and over again unsuccessfully. So how am I going to break that insanity in my life? Right? That is when the car will show up. It says, therefore, a person should be, have a cyrus. Just to have this level of anal movadai by thought. And the only way to do this, by the way, is to say, says, is to spend time every day where nothing else exists away from a computer, away from a phone, away from people, and with you and yourself and your own makshava. He said, again, take five minutes a day at this point. Five minutes a day. Do nothing else, and you will transform yourself, you will transform your thought process, and you'll have this level of true thought. And again, the first point he made is that you'll, with that, you'll be able to take your, everything in your life, which is mundane, and make it spiritual. And really, we'll be heading to it's not just objectively, but subjectively, how we and our own personal thoughts can affect our own personal lives.
because we're all so unique. It's an amazing thing. We're all, in, and if God put us, gave us the power of thought to use, He gave us unique thoughts with unique personalities, with unique missions. How do we do that? We'll have to pick up. Okay, have a good night.